Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Life with Lofka. This is the final episode of my humble, open, transparent and truthful series. And what better way to end it off than to have a friend come and speak. She is my friend, my sister, a complete stranger who I've never met before and I'm so excited for you all to hear from her. Christine has been so impactful in my spiritual life, in my relationship with God, just knowing that I have her in my life and as someone to talk to has been so incredible. So if you were in the room, I'd say give her an applause, but give her a listen. She's got some amazing things to say and I can't think of a better way to end this series. So, yes, Christine. Thank you so much, Lobka. I am absolutely honored that you invited me to speak on your podcast. You're doing such a great job, and I really, truly admire and respect the fact that you are completely living out a life that honors God. Hands on my chest. I truly respect that you're honoring God's call in your life. It's not easy to put ourselves out there and what you're doing is truly inspiring. So digging into the question, which is, well, rather questions, which is um, what have I discovered about myself through my relationship with God? And how has that affected my choice to be abstinent and how I'll be going forth into relationships because of that. So just um, a brief history of my walk with God, not going into childhood or anything, but rather I was um, baptized in 2012, which is exactly eight years ago. At that time, I had hit rock bottom, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, And looking back after going to therapy and counseling, I believe I was absolutely depressed. I believe that in my early 20s, even like late teens, I went through like periods of depression. But I'd call myself like a functionally, I was a functionally depressed person. Like I still got up and got things done, but I was suffering inside. I was, um, but at that time in 2012, I was absolutely down like when you meet you say hi to the rock the bottom of all rocks and (laughs) if that's a saying (laughs) so I was absolutely down and God was all that I knew really because I was feeling so worthless I felt so unseen I felt like my presence didn't matter my long story short um my discipleship, my discipleship pastor at that time went through the books of one, first, second, and third John. I usually call them one, two, three John. And I was like, oh my gosh, they may not understand what that is. But yeah, she went through the books of first, second, and third John with me. It took us close to six months to complete the whole process. And she, in turn, unknowingly became my counselor, became my guardian angel. And she was my pastor. So when I got baptized on Mother's Day in 2012, 
my life was never the same after that. What I mean is, after that day, I was very aware of moments when my life and decisions were not honoring God and were not honoring God's call on my life. It's been a rough journey of slipping and getting back up, but what hasn't changed is the fact that I truly believe that God is sovereign and without him, I am nothing. Like, I am here because of him. I breathe because he allows me to. I love God so much and I love that he is so patient with me. Like, I just love waking up knowing that I'm here not because I have the power to do so, but because God loves me so much that I'm awake, you know, that I have a purpose that I'm here for a reason and he's just so powerful and so sovereign and I love him so much. But then again, even after being baptized, I didn't really honor God with my sex life. I felt like everyone else was fornicating and getting married anyway, you know, and at some point like people start thinking you're not a fun person i've had friends tell me like you need to just go have fun you know but i've done all that you know i've been through that and of course um but my turning point really was realizing that there's so much more to relationships than having sex of course abstaining is mainly to honor god but um the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, I'll read verses 12 and 13, which say, and this is in the Passion Translation, which say, it's true that our freedom allows us to do anything, but that doesn't mean that everything we do is good for us. I'm free to do as I choose, but I choose to never be enslaved to anything. Some have said, I eat to live and I live to eat. But God will do away with it all. The body was not created for illicit sex, but to serve and worship our Lord Jesus, who can fill the body with himself. And then I will also read the same um, book, 1 Corinthians 6, but this time verses 17 and 18, which say, But the one who joins himself to the Lord is mingled into one spirit with him. This is why you must keep running away from sexual immorality. For every other sin a person commits is external to the body. But immorality involves sinning against your own body. And um, for me, I chose to abstain because I felt that every time I was involved with someone sexually and maybe the relationship didn't work out, it never ended well. It never ended without some tears. It never ended without me feeling completely broken and even after going to like therapy and everything I mean of course I realized I did have some abandonment issues you know and all these other baggage but um the whole point was I was also sinning against my own body I was um getting myself into traumatic you know getting myself through traumatic experiences and not knowing what to do after that you know but um bottom line is i'm abstaining to honor god because i love god and i want to 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 honor him i want his hand on my life you know and um 
also this spirit of just abstaining has not been just me not just wanting to have sex and expecting that okay now that I don't have sex like God is just gonna miraculously bless me with a relationship but it's rather been a time for me to get to know myself I can say like over the past year especially I have gotten to know myself so much more deeply I gave myself a complete year off where I wasn't dating and I was absolutely abstaining and I learned so much about myself and I'll reference um, Jay Shetty's for those of you who know who he is he's an influencer and an author I think he was a monk as well or something like that and this was his interview on the school of greatness podcast where he talks about healing and attraction and what he said was um, some of us come into relationships not having healed from past traumas and because of that we can bring a lot of garbage garbage excuse me baggage and um I noticed that in my life, in those relationships that were very, ended very traumatically, of course, I was not honoring God. But also, when you're, when we're not taking time to get to know ourselves, to get to know if we're even compatible with that person and running straight to the chemistry and the sex, it can end really badly. And if you're, bring, you're bringing two people together who are not self-aware, who are not healed and they're both coming in with a lot of baggage that they're not aware of you just have two people who are scared of intimacy and that was me not that I was we're all seeking intimacy but if we're guarded we have all our walls up we don't know um, the other person also has their walls up it's impossible to to reach intimacy and sex is not gonna bring it to us you know and I realized that's what I was doing I had my baggage they had their baggage and we're over here having sex and wondering why we're not we were not connecting and the relationship is inevitably gonna end because what's the foundation to begin with so i'm um, going back to that podcast and that interview that jay shetty did he talked about five different types of attraction and he named them as physical financial mental emotional and spiritual And he said that the first three are chemistry. So, you know, someone's looks, you know, and financially their wealth, what do they own? You know, what what have they achieved, their title, their job, et cetera. And then mental, like liking how that person thinks, how they think and how their mind works. And then those are based on chemistry. And then after that, we have compatibility, which is emotional and spiritual. So emotionally, are they emotionally intelligent? Are they um, compassionate? Are they caring? Are they kind? How do they treat other people? And then spiritually, what are their values on a deep level? I don't think I was sitting down in those relationships that I was in asking myself, what are these person's values on a deep level? Maybe my most previous relationship, I did ask myself those questions. But by the time like I had answer, I knew the answers, I was already like sexually enmeshed with the person and it's harder to leave. So I would just say that this goes back to Corinthians where we must keep running away from sexual immorality for every other sin a person commits is external to the body. But immorality involves sinning against your own body. That's why it's so much harder. It was so much harder for me 
to leave those situations and incorporate that with not having healed from my own traumas, from my own baggage, and trying to build a foundation off of chemistry, like, and depending on chemistry to make things work, like, they end up not working. And so this spirit of abstinence, like, has made me realize my worth and that God loves me so much. That's why he puts this these parameters around me and I love myself so much now. I love the woman that I'm becoming. I love that, um, you know, that I God gave me the strength to be able to just sit aside and get to know myself, get to know, you know, who I am emotionally, who I am spiritually. So when I meet someone else, I can decipher like, okay, am I compatible with this person? And if they throw me the question of, Oh, you know, I need to have sex with you to know if we can connect sexually, if we're emotionally connected. I'm like, well, emotional um, compatibility, that, that's an aspect of compatibility for us to know if we're sexually connected. Do we even have the chemistry? If we do have that, you don't need to take me to bed to figure that out, you know. But if you're choosing to go have to want to have sex, then I'm not the person for you. And that's OK. And that's been painful, honestly. Um, to be rejected because I didn't want to have sex, you know, and some men will clearly just not talk to you after that. And that's been the painful aspect of all this. But then it also helps weed out the people I'm not supposed to be with anyway. And the older me, the younger me, rather, would have been so wounded and gone back to my abandonment issues or like just past traumas and felt like, well, they're rejecting me because I didn't want to do this. Now, I'm maybe I'm not good enough or like I'm not pretty enough or I'm not this and that. But taking that time off to just be with God and taking that time off um, just to, you know, choose to be abstinent again has really just done a 360 on my sense of worth. And that is definitely a plus. And I'm just so grateful to God and just so grateful for this walk with God. So just going back to the types of attraction and um, healing, basically what this journey of abstaining has taught me is the first thing is honoring God. And the second thing is doing the healing so we can be whole people, so we can understand our baggage and our triggers, so we can understand um what we are like emotionally, what we are like spiritually, you know, and what do we like in, um, and what do we like in other people, you know, um, what are the values that we cannot live without, and once we can, we're able to name these things and we work on them in ourselves, then we can better attract better people and choose, choose wisely, you know, and um, not be swayed by. Or you need to have sex to to make someone stay or like to to make a relationship work you know unless it's from a marriage perspective then that's a different story but when you're single we don't need to be doing this to keep somebody or like to make something work or to figure out if we can emotionally connect with a person you know emotional compatibility is something completely different and like Jay Shetty said in the interview, you need all five in order for a relationship to work. So you need the physical, financial, mental, emotional, and spiritual. 
and like just to recap the first three a, a chemistry and the last two a compatibility and honestly just that and spending time with god and has completely changed my relationships and my relationships with men because now i know myself i understand myself so much better so i hope that that answers the question on what i've learned about myself and how i my relationship with god is impacting how i'll be going forth into relationships Thank you so much again Lobka for having me on your podcast and I am just so grateful that I got to do this and I hope it blesses those that are listening. God bless you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for that message Christine. If this doesn't bless your life then I don't know what will. Thank you to everybody who's been listening to this podcast, who's been following the hot series, who's been reaching out on Instagram. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Um this series has been so impactful on my life because I learned from Pastor Michael Todd who always said he doesn't preach from things he doesn't know and speaking about my experiences and hearing the amazing responses has just been so great and so impactful that I can't wait to do another series. I don't know when it will be, I don't know what it will be, but thank you, thank you, thank you for listening this long. Be blessed.